It's the New Mercury Podcast, and here's your host, Kyle A. Lohmeyer. Welcome back to the New Mercury Podcast. I know it's been a while, but I am still your host and the sole contributor of original content to the NewMercury.com, Kyle A. Lohmeyer. And today I come to you, dear listeners, from a place of annoyance and disappointment. Shocking, I know. The source of today's annoyance and disappointment is not the state, as it so often is. Well, I mean it is, but not really. I am, of course, very annoyed by the decision of many state governments, my own included, recently to pass laws that essentially criminalize the medical procedure known as abortion in nearly all instances. I'm not disappointed, however. To be disappointed, I'd first have to have expected a better outcome from humans allowing other humans to rule them. But I didn't. This sort of nonsense is really to be expected when humans allow other humans to have the job title lawmaker in their society. And friends, this nation is simply awash in lawmakers. I mean, there's the 535 total at the federal level, sure, and they're the worst. But each of the 50 states has their own batch of state-level lawmakers, and then each county within the state has a commission, and each township within the county a board, and each village, town, or city within those townships has a council. And that's to say nothing of the entrenched, unelected policymakers that make up the bureaucracy operating behind the scenes, employing the most useless people on earth. Long rant short, there are very simply too many American persons with the job title lawmaker or policymaker living among us. And the problem with lawmakers is they do tend to eventually get around to making laws between all the campaigning, fundraising, and general whoring out of themselves that they do to keep what really is the cushiest damn job on earth. I mean, the single most overpaid gig ever. I mean, of course it is though, right? Lawmaker salaries, like all else connected to government, operates outside of the natural forces of economics. So that's how a person whose hourly labor actually generates a net loss in market value can be compensated at a rate far greater than that of, say, firefighters, emergency medical technicians, bartenders, minor league baseball players, collegiate athletes, migrant farmhands, and a host of other people whose average labor output per hour is actually a net gain and not a net loss, like the politicians is. But, you know, the government, it distorts the market to the point where the rules don't apply to it. Well, I mean, the rules do, it's just that the consequences of ignoring those rules gets passed down to us tax slaves. And, having been indoctrinated over the course of 14,000 hours K-12 through to accept this arrangement, that is, having a society dominated by other humans called lawmakers as being optimal, many American persons get angry at the notion of a Congress that doesn't, in fact, pass more laws. I mean, we've all heard people bitching about a do-nothing Congress, although I never understood why. So we have humans with the gig of lawmaker among us, just regular old human persons making laws. In fact, many times, these were human persons who didn't really catch on in the private sector, you know, where they expect results. But they could manage to effuse just enough charisma to convince 50.1% of the locals that he wasn't as bad as the other guy. And then, having elected them, we expect them to do things, to make laws. And so they do. And oftentimes, they do so based on their tiny, stupid, little human beliefs. Now, a lone individual who believes something as tiny and stupid as the idea that all women should lose rights over their own anatomy the instant that they catch priggers isn't really a problem. But when you get enough of them together in a magical geographical space known as a district... They can choose to empower one among them to go forth and then propose laws that all the other humans in the surrounding districts that make up another magical geographic space called a state would then have to follow. 
And so, this is exactly and predictably what has happened in such aforementioned magical states known as Ohio and Alabama and Georgia, among others. And now, as a reaction to this, my Facebook newsfeed is full of people who are just simply beside themselves that this has happened. They're just stunned that the apparatus that has existed for their entire lives, that they've known about, and that has ruled them completely from cradle to their eventual grave, could possibly be so manipulated by other humans in such a way to cause that apparatus to do something that they don't like to them. I mean, as if many times their own or everyone's own political whims and wishes don't amount to one person wanting to have that same apparatus, the government, move against people whose personal choices, be it making money, owning guns, looking at porn, or whatever, that they themselves don't like. And I know, I know, I know, I know. It's worse than that, I'm told, or I'm warned, more like, right? It's not just this simple, nearly pedantic, philosophical, well, what did you expect from people, cautionary tale, the way I'm portraying it. Oh, no, 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 dear friends. You see, it's much more gravely serious than that. Because, you see, most of these Bible-thumping state governors signing these abominations of bills into laws know full well that these laws won't be in effect for a single day in their states. Before the ink even dries, the ACLU and or Planned Parenthood is going to sue, and they're going to get an injunction stopping the bill taking effect until a judge rules. And usually a judge will toss the law out because it's obviously unconstitutional. And these governors know that too. They're hoping that the Supreme Court will eventually pick one of these shotgun blasts of bad laws these Christian governors have sent the court's way and rule favorably upon it, and in so doing, upend Roe v. Wade, decades of Supreme Court precedent, and the right of women in the entire USA to get an abortion. Because, over time, according to the rules of the game, the Supreme Court has come to have more appointees on it now that were put there by conservative presidents, and, well... That should mean that these governors have a better chance of imposing their idiot will upon the whole rest of the nation. At least that's the idea behind all of them passing these stupid laws. And, and to be sure, even if this doomsday scenario does come to pass, each and every woman in the USA would still have an absolute right to get an abortion. It's just that this armed gang with a monopoly on the legal initiation of violence that we call the government, will have conducted sufficient magical rituals to convince us mere peasants that women's rights over their own bodies have magically vanished. They won't have vanished, however, of course, because there really is no such thing as magic. Magic, all magic, is always just an illusion, and illusions always work best when the audience wants to see them, or at least believes they do. And that's what we American tax slaves are, by and large, an audience sitting in rapt awe at a magic show as a bunch of regular old humans make our rights and our property disappear with a wave of this magic wand that they wield called authority. And that wand, that is the real magic here, because it isn't a wand at all. It itself is an illusion, an illusory thing that we, the audience, have been convinced that is tricked into believing is real. We believe it's real because of all the ritual that goes along with it, rituals that unfold over long periods of time, as this latest gambit by these conservative governors has. These rituals give the magic act its air of legitimacy, while really just seeking to distract us from what's actually going on. The same way a stage magician will move in ways to specifically direct the audience's attention to where he wants it, which is always going to be away from the mundane sleight of hand that is behind his every illusion. So there is no such thing as authority. The entirety of the state and its attendant governments is set up to reinforce the illusion that authority is a real thing and that this group of humans, 
via these magical rituals of the state called elections, possess it. And because of the things other people before them who possessed it wrote down on pieces of paper, if five or more of the nine people wearing the magic robes of the Supreme Court justice agree, then all the women living between these lines drawn upon a map of the North American continent that denote the USA suddenly lose all rights over their own bodies as soon as they catch detectably preggers because of magic authority. Or we could just wake the hell up, blink away the illusion, and remember that we tax slaves exponentially outnumber the plantation guards and just put an end to their stupid game. That's all it would take, all of us, or even a good plurality of us, just seeing past the illusion at long last, seeing the fact that authority isn't real. It only seems to exist because we play along with it, the same way parents can make Santa Claus seem very real to a child by playing along with the old fable and its associated traditions. But if a child can eventually think, now wait a tick, even if these flying reindeer were capable of supersonic crews, there's still no way in hell Santa could reach every household on Earth in a single night, not even working with rotation of the Earth. If a kid can eventually figure that out, then why can't American adults eventually be struck with the epiphany, oh wait a tick, how can nine assholes in stupid robes all the way in Washington, D.C. take away the rights from a woman in Spokane to have something from her own body removed just because some Jesus freaks in flyover country made some goofy play that is legal according to the even goofier rules of this game that we all just go along with? What the hell are we doing? How the hell did we even get here? What the hell is going on? Of course, what's going on is that people won't see through this illusion of authority. What's going on is that this gambit by these idiot governors may very well end up in seeing Roe vs. Wade overturned. And then we will see women dying needless deaths while the rest of us pay to support needful lives needlessly brought into this world. All because we keep choosing to play their game and believe in the illusion of authority. And that's why I find it disappointing, even though it probably isn't fair of me to be disappointed in the fact that the vast majority of Americans believe the illusion, that, it, that they've accepted as true the indoctrination that they were subjected to as school kids. I mean, it is very good indoctrination. That it works shouldn't surprise me, and it shouldn't bum me out, but damn it, people, it just does. And I can't help but think that upon seeing over and over and over and over the ruinous results of having other humans rule them that more people just wouldn't have woken up by now. But I guess Stockholm Syndrome is a real bitch. At least, that's how it looks to me after thinking it through without giving a damn about the prevailing taboos and superstitions. So until next time, dear listeners, be dangerous. And if you're going to be dangerous, then for crying out loud, be romantic too. Because this armed gang is getting more and more brazen by the day.